There are thousands of FileMaker developers using the Claris FileMaker platform every day. That means there are thousands of origin stories. While the origin stories have similar paths, each one brings its unique spin on the journey. Developers may have started their career by dismissing FileMaker and then finding that they needed to use it in their first job, or by reluctantly maybe coming into the family business. However they got here, FileMaker developers discover the platform in interesting ways. In this episode, we feature three FileMaker developers whose stories are quite different. You'll hear my separate conversations with... Uh, my name is Michael Lane, and among other things, I'm a FileMaker developer. Okay, my name is Mary McCassie. I work for Butterfield Technologies in Northport, Florida. Uh, my name's Andrew Duncan, and I'm the owner and senior developer at DataBuzz, a FileMaker development shop based in Sydney, Australia. Mike, Mary, and Andrew bring great stories about their journey into FileMaker. As you listen, think about how your story is similar to or different from theirs. Let's begin by hearing how they came to the platform. First, Mike. Yeah, well, um, I, I, at a young age, I was always um, interested in computers in, in general, but um, certainly not programming. When I was in college, I worked at a facility that uh, had functions, weddings, receptions, things like that. They used a, a database. It was called DataEase. And some nice old man spent time teaching me how to use that tool to, to make it better for this little function house um, in Atlanta. And so that was my first bug into designing and, and using databases and applications. And then a years later, I found myself in Vancouver, British Columbia, working for a small barcode software company. And um, I was really just thrown in the deep end. It was a small office. There were two of us. And I just had responsibilities that I didn't know exactly how to deliver. Next, Mary. Okay, well, a funny story. My dad, when I graduated from college in Hawaii, my dad sat me and my four other siblings down and said that his career, his business was kind of taken off. He had already started as a developer and he was looking for some help. And well, me and my siblings are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we don't want to do it. And no, my dad, um, he was actually a retired lieutenant colonel in the army, and he saw back in the 80s a big need for computers. So he was very much a computer geek from the start. And so I have been around computers all my life. I asked her what her degree was in. I got my degree in psychology. Finally, Andrew. So I first saw FileMaker when I was at university doing my first degree in communications, journalism, and um, I'd sort of seen it in the computer labs, which is where you sort of used to spend your time when you had to get some word processing done or some work done, and um, never really sort of played with it, but I sort of had seen it. And One day, Mike, Mary, and Andrew discovered or were made to work with FileMaker. I was on a, I was on a, they had a, a Mac Classic, and I, I needed to do some things that I, I didn't know how to do, and I found I found a copy of FileMaker 4, which is that Neshoba one. And I opened it up and I just started playing around to see if I could do some reporting for the headquarters in Atlanta. And then about a year later, after I did some stuff in Hawaii, I decided to come home. And I said, Dad, I'm ready to come work for you. <laughs> we kind of figured it out from there. Um, I just, he took me under his wing and we went to work. Yeah, he 
point this is what he was doing with FileMaker. So, and he needed some help. So he started training me. And then I got my first job in a, in a, a legal center and I was, I was a bit of a Mac guy. And one of my jobs was to look up, maintain the sort of the IT, the Macs and the network. And um, they also had this uh, case management system built in FileMaker. And I probably sort of um, overstated my knowledge of FileMaker in my resume and my job interview. And I got the job and um, then it became my job to manage and maintain this uh, sort of case um, practice management system in FileMaker. So I just had to learn from scratch, basically. Mike found that using FileMaker solved the problem of doing things he didn't know how to do. Before you knew it, I was I was actually you know creating records and building things and entering data and reporting. And that's really how it started. I just sort of stumbled upon this thing that I thought, wow, how simple and how easy. And of course, that was a long time ago in the FileMaker universe, but, um, but that was my first introduction to FileMaker. Mike, Mary, and Andrew describe for us their first systems. Um, well, I was, I was trying to make sense of some reporting that I was asked to deliver for headquarters in Atlanta, um, okay. some accounting reporting, some sales reporting. And, um, and I just, I didn't, I, I just, other than pen and paper, I needed something, something to, to use other than that. And so. I just started using FileMaker, and by the time I I was up in Vancouver for two years, and by the time I left Vancouver, the Vancouver office and the Toronto office, we were all using a FileMaker database that I could for all of our quotes for uh, barcode labels. Um, we he builds um, or he did build um, personnel systems for school districts. We actually have a client, uh, Union City Board of Ed in New Jersey who is very much into FileMaker. Um, and I also work with Acton Public Schools in Massachusetts. Um, just doing personnel side, everything from figuring out their salaries and budget negotiation help to keeping track of professional development and attendance, things like that. Remember Mary's degree? She got it in psychology? Well, that turned out to be useful. But I didn't think I would be doing this at all. Um, but I had a knack for it. And since I had a degree in psychology, I was really good with the customer service where his lieutenant colonelness and army training was not. Um, he was very intimidating at the time. And it was really funny because the users would, I would start learning everything. And eventually the users would call and ask for me instead of him. Um, but it was it was basically tracking all the all the cases that the, the law firm took on or any inquiries that we got, um, and it did a lot of reporting. But we had to report to our sort of funding bodies on a regular basis. So, and I remember running those sort of quarterly reports. They would take the better part of a day, um, and I still remember the day we upgraded to like a Mac SE30, which had I think the, the old Maths coprocessor, and that that cut the time in in half to sort of half a day or something. But it, uh, yeah, just creating those sub-summary reports uh, took a long time back in those days. So yeah, it was just basically me tracking the cases, all the sort of a lot of the correspondence, where things were at, and uh, generating reports were the, were the main functions. Yeah. One of my favorite stories to hear from my guests is how they learned FileMaker. Self-taught. Um, yeah. I just played around with it until I figured it out, and you know, to this day, that's still the way that I learn a lot of things. Um, I've never taken any formal classes, but, you know, I've been a kind of a web developer and a FileMaker developer for 
off and on for a pretty long time now. And um, I think one of the things, especially back then, but even now, and I think that's one of the reasons why why some of us as developers wish FileMaker had more advanced features for the developer. But I, I got I got where I am today because it was so easy to use, and I think that that's something they still that's still part of their core value, I suppose. Yeah, that it went great. We started out with um, he would get questions and show me the answers and I would go back to the user and answer the questions. And that's how we did it. Eventually I started training with the support group up in Natick, Massachusetts, where I'm a, I'm originally from New Hampshire and I went through all their training sessions and then came back to dad. And eventually we just started working together until I played around with it. For Mary, playing around with it led to some discussions with her colonel father. I started, he's like, no, 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 you can't do that. We can't do this. How are we going to do this? And I'm like, this way. And, you know, he's like, all right, show me. And so one day I was up until two o'clock in the morning and finally woke him up and said, there, I did it. Oh, okay. Uh, I read a lot of manuals. I would have read the FileMaker Pro manual sort of cover to cover several times. Um buying books there were there were a number of filmmaker books you could buy in your local bookstore back then the sort of the internet was just sort of slowly uh, appearing at that stage so i was on a few of the old bulletin boards and uh so i could ask a few, a few questions and there was a bit of a network of filmmaker users and developers that i could also um, draw upon in, in sydney as well so just trial and error mainly and reading the manual yeah not that I was sort of aware of. I mean, I was yeah. a, a long-time Mac user and I was sort of in the Mac community and um, FileMaker being part of Claris back then was sort of on my radar or Claris was on my radar. But yeah, I, I, I wouldn't have known sort of where to go to, to find that FileMaker community yeah, if it existed at the time, yeah. Mike, Mary and Andrew's career thus began in FileMaker. Mike had a very back and forth kind of career to start. Um, when I um, left Vancouver, I went to Sydney, Australia to do the same thing for the company to open an office. And, and I ran our operations in Australia, New Zealand. And I brought FileMaker with me. FileMaker had not been introduced to the international offices in Mexico and Australia and New Zealand. But I, I, I brought it with me and I got people to use the systems I was using and I kept on expanding on them. Again, going back to that quote system, I, I developed that quote system and made it better and easier to use for other people. And I also ended up building a lot of accounting uh, reports. We had an accounting system, but it was really hard to get data out of it. And so I ended up building some accounting reports that I would then fax back to the Atlanta office once a week. And just like Mary, Mike's hacking the company system got noticed by others. After a couple months, my, my boss called me and said, how, how are you doing this? What, what, where are you getting all this information? What, what, what is this? And I, I said, well, I'm, I'm just using this FileMaker database I made in Vancouver, and now I brought it here. So um, FileMaker went from nothing in Vancouver to then it was something that was established in all the international offices of this company. And then fast forward a couple of years later, I was called back to Atlanta and the headquarters and um, I implemented FileMaker databases that our Atlanta office used. So it just, I mean, it, it just, it just sort of grew organically just because it was the easiest, fastest way 
I could um, get information and deliver information. Um, we did that mainly because we had quite a few clients back then. We just branched out on it whenever a client needs. It was all custom developed. So we had a package and then we customized it to each district. Okay. So like Union City was our biggest client or still is our biggest, my biggest client. And they went from, uh, I think they had 34 databases when we first started. And now they're up to a hundred and some tables. So um, they do everything. Like I said, budgeting, they do attendance. We've done, you know, the after school care or after school programs, the payroll for that and things like that. We did a... Um, piece for transportation in there um we've done tons of stuff in there <laughs> my job in the legal center was uh designed to sort of get some legal knowledge whilst i was studying part-time and but also my job was also to be the it guy and maintain the macs and and over time i realized that i enjoyed uh, the mac the file maker side of uh, that more than the legal side so that just took over uh, ultimately in the end yeah so i that happens to a lot of us. For Andrew, this realization led him to change his plans for his career. Moment of clarity where I realized I didn't actually want to be a lawyer. Uh, so I'd sort of wasted, or not wasted, but spent a fair amount of time getting to that point. So I dropped out of uh, law school. And then not soon after, I resigned from my job uh, to travel overseas. So you know, Australians can uh, travel to the UK and, and there's this sort of arrangement where you can spend a couple of years there and work for half half of that time so you can get a sort of a legal job so a valid job so a lot of my friends were doing that so i did that as well and ended up getting a job in apple tech support in in london and uh, the, the apple was obviously a big filemaker user um, uh, as well internally so started using filemaker a bit more but it wasn't a, a primary focus of my job and then i ended up uh, after spending doing my time in London, in England, I then had to return to Australia and uh, managed to get a job back uh, working for Apple Australia in tech support there as well. And um, they were obviously, once again, they were a big uh, FileMaker user, uh, running sort of the whole tech support systems for uh, the Australian region. And over time, I would I was went from sort of being a yeah, FileMaker user to sort of working on the the FileMaker systems and creating my own sort of new FileMaker tools and, and sort of, yeah, getting a bit more in. And then FileMaker 3, I think, came out while I was at Apple Australia. So that was the big jump to relationships. So had to uh, do a lot of learning there and, and been. Andrew's career trajectory gave him an especially useful avenue to find help. Inside Apple, uh, the Claris also shared the same building. So there was people, to, people down the hall that you could go and talk to if you had some FileMaker questions and there was lots of FileMaker knowledge within the building across the board. Back to Mike's wild career path. I have come and gone in the in the FileMaker community or at least the FileMaker platform over the years. And I, I wanted to learn more and when I became a, an actual, when software development was actually my job, which was, you know, more than a decade later, I taught myself some other languages and did a lot of things outside of FileMaker and I got completely away from FileMaker. But for one reason or another, something happened and I ended up back in the FileMaker universe. And finally, the the platform and the tool, even though it was slow at times, it did get better over time. And today I've, I'm enjoying FileMaker development as much as I ever have. Once a FileMaker developer, always a FileMaker developer. After I had 
walked away from FileMaker and thought I'd never use it again. Um, I got a phone call saying, hey, didn't you used to use FileMaker? We've got this um, company. They're going to do a .NET, uh, .NET app for, for their client, and they have an old FileMaker system that they need someone to explain to them. And it'll take about two weeks. And I said, sure, I'm in. That, that project did not work out because the FileMaker solution was so big and so complicated that the company ended up walking away. And the CEO of the company said, hey, can you spend a few months and just fix things for us and make it work and get rid of all these bugs? And I, I said, sure. And I did. That was in 2006. That company has grown from 20 employees to, I think, over 60. And about 40 of them use basically another incarnation of that system every day. It's their, it's their mission critical system to uh, capture research about um, brands and ad agencies. Mary started with her father's business and kept on going. The two clients I have right now, I've had for 20 years. Wow. Uh, my dad, we had the first client my dad started with, and that was in the early 90s, Acton Public Schools. Uh-huh. And um, we have Union City Board of Education in New Jersey. And they, um, we've had, he had them before I started. I think he started with them in, I want to say, either 96 or 98. The solutions she builds for schools are complex and wide-ranging. Oh, no, some of them were com- complex, um, like attendance. We had to set it up so that if somebody was going out on, say, maternity leave, we set it up so that, you know, they just have to push one button, put in the date that the last date the person was out and it would intelligently say okay so take out the weekends take out the vacation days and put them out for every day other than that Uh we did huge calculations uh what we called the added day added pay system that kept track of additional pay for additional programs outside of the classroom that the teachers worked we um had to figure out how to keep track of that, not only accounting for it, but the approvals for it, people who were actually approved for it, people that, and their payroll. What days did they work? How long did they work? What account number did it go to? At the time, um, Union City was actually doing um, what was called worksheets for the state. And they had to say what worksheet this one got charged to or would show up on and things like that we had it all down to maybe the user had to put in five fields once at the beginning of the school year and assuming nothing else changed, they could actually do the same thing as we did with the attendance and just keep on copying it down for each date. It would do it intelligently where they just had to hit a button and it would copy it all down for them. Andrew is not yet done with his journey. Uh, so I'd spent a number of years at Apple and then decided I want to go out and, and work for myself. I'd always wanted to have my own business, and I sort of left Apple with the idea of being a sort of a Mac consultant with a bit of with a FileMaker being one of my sort of skill sets, and I could do a bit of that as needed. And um, then I met, I was uh, looking at some properties, some real estate one weekend, and I, uh, the way it works in Sydney at the time is you'd, you'd go to the real estate agent and they would drive you around and show you some properties, and uh, this particular real estate agent uh, and I just got started talking and he was a, a big Mac fan as well. I ended up doing some some work for him and, and he needed a, a FileMaker database. Uh, actually, he might have already had one. I can't 
quite remember. But anyway, I ended up building him a, a FileMaker solution for his sort of real estate training business that um, he was running. And then uh, one thing led to another, and we ended up starting a company called Complete Data that offered a, a, a solution built in FileMaker to uh, manage the sales real, or real estate sales organisations. And uh, that became my sort of full-time job slowly but surely over the next sort of six, seven years. So yeah, I became a business owner and a full-time file maker developer uh, very quickly after that. Uh, I like, yeah, sort of, I like the challenge of solving business problems and helping business um, overcome sort of obstacles and eliminate sort of inefficient processes. But also like, yeah, just working on something different each time. So at Complete Data, that was working on the one file maker solution for seven or eight years, I think it was. And I really enjoyed that sort of going from version one to version two and so on of our solution and, and watching that grow over time from nothing. But um, after about seven, eight years, I sort of started to get sort of itchy feet and I wanted to work on something different. And and now I get to work on something different every week almost, uh, which I really enjoy. Yeah. Mike's career in FileMaker was reinvigorated by a specific FileMaker feature. That's correct. Yeah, with the, with the script workspace, um, it finally felt like FileMaker brought the development tools for for us filemaker developers uh into into the modern times and i sort of embraced it again and 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 like you i appreciate json and insert from url i'm a big fan of you know i'm i've got one foot firmly in non-filemaker development as well so i love when i can marry those things or use filemaker as a back end with some view app or a php app and um, filemaker still gets to play a part because usually our clients have some investment in FileMaker already, and they're not going to throw the baby out with the bathwater. For Mary, her desire to solve problems in FileMaker kept her in the platform. Human error, duplication of data, it was one less thing for them to worry about. That was the big thing, is that what can I do? What's one less thing you have to worry about? And so that's what I did. I did that. I was helping them um, put in substitute payrolls. Even though the schools were closed, substitutes were still working because they um, were permanent subs. And so I was putting in the substitutes for them. It's data entry, but it was one less thing they had to worry about. Additionally, Mike experienced the real benefit of the speed with which he could use FileMaker to solve problems compared to other platforms. That They gave themselves six months to do the project, which they thought was a slam dunk. My two-week discovery took six weeks. Because they, you know, they just needed more information, and it was it was a it was a pretty large system. And then when they realized that they couldn't do it in nine months, that's when they pulled the trigger. And they, they, well, pulled the trigger as in they walked away. And they're still using it. And you know, uh, another interesting thing is I, I I did I did work for that company for a few years. Then I went to work full time for them. I left in 2011. And in 2011, when I left, the CEO said, you know what we we invested all this time and energy and resources into FileMaker, but we've been using it for so long. You know, there's got to be something better. We, we, we're, we, I'm going to put together a team and we're going to evaluate a bunch of off-the-shelf things or, or custom development, and we are going to move off FileMaker once and for all. He got me and about three other uh, technology people that he trusted, and we met um, once a week for two months to talk about what a new system would look like and a new architecture and a new platform. And it is, it is now 2020 and they are still using that system. Now they have other systems in, 
place that um, that that um, that their clients use, but the database that he was trying to replace, and I bet it's been at least three times that he has said, "We're done with FileMaker." They are still using it, and there's no sign that they're going off it. Of course, it's been improved and updated over the over time, but they're still using it. Mary, like the Claris FileMaker community in general, sees her clients as more than just clients. Um, but they're like family to me. So with COVID and everything else, once all this hit, my first call was to them and asking them what they needed. Mm-hmm. And at first, so like, we don't have any work. I'm like, I don't care about the work. I asked them, what do you need? What about your family? Is everybody okay? And they were just mystified that a, a vendor would do that. And I'm like, you guys are family and I'm way down here and let me know what you need. Is it FileMaker? If it's something else that you need, um, we did evaluate. They have their evaluations in this system. Well, not everybody could get into their network from home, so I took the evaluations, pulled them out to Microsoft Word, so that they could just email the templates to them, and they can temp- email the templates back if they needed to, and just put them into a container field instead of actually filling them out in FileMaker. Our Claris FileMaker platform never stops evolving, and that means there's always something to learn, whether an old feature that's gaining relevance or something new. Mike, Mary, and Andrew each share what they're continuing to learn. Um, I would say it is probably um, probably integrating FileMaker with other systems. It's It's so much easier than it used to be. And it's fun because it's still new and it's still challenging um, dealing with different APIs. We did a very large project for a company in New York, a logistics company. And it was important for them to um, have a system that was easy to use. And they, they, um, they had a 20-year-old homegrown FileMaker solution that they decided they were going to replace. Mm-hmm. And once again, they um, they got a team together. They looked, they shopped around, thinking they were definitely going to leave FileMaker, and somehow they landed on Gearbox. And um, Marty Thomason spoke with them, and they realized that FileMaker was not some something that someone in Yugoslavia created, you know, 25 years ago. And uh, they they really thought it was it was some obscure thing that someone from a foreign country created and no one used anymore. They didn't realize it was still still around and it had been updated. Nice. Um, so uh, I think the last version they were on with was either 13 or 14. So we convinced them that FileMaker was not dead and then we that we could not only satisfy their needs, but we could do it on a platform they were familiar with. And we could do it a lot faster than, than some of the other options they were looking at. So we did. Um, but that n- would not have happened had we not been able to convince them that we could integrate with their enterprise uh, logistics systems that their, their, their company uses. So integration was a big part. Email, you know, transactional email notifications, um, pushing and pulling data from uh, massive uh, logistics software that about 70% of the world's uh, shippers use. That was key. So integration, I would say, is a big thing. I hope that answered your question. Um, right now, I have a few projects going on. Um, I have one I'm working with a lot of small businesses right now, um, and I'm just picking them up through friends. Uh, The guy that mows my lawn, he keeps track of his schedule on a piece of paper. (laughs) 
And I'm like, no, you can't do this. And I was showing him how on the app I can tr- keep track of my day with FileMaker Go. I have my appointments in there. I have my chores that I have to do. I have the things I'm doing for clients. And he's like, you can keep track of all that on that? I'm like, yep. And FileMaker Go is free. He's like, no. I'm like, mm-hmm. And so I was showing him that. I'm like, let me see if I can build you something. So um, I just got back from vacation. So I'm working on that right now. Um, my, I rent my house. And so I was talking to my management company. He has a 35-page Word document that he carries around with him everywhere, keeping track of all his houses, whatever work needs to be done on them, the owners, the particular vendors, uh, everything on them. And I'm just like, why? He's like, I can't find anything that'll meet my needs. And I'm like, I bet I can build you something. <laughs> so that's what I'm working on right now. Nice. Yeah. So. Uh, so I've been sort of dabbling in the the art of JavaScript over the last few years. I've still got a a long way to go, but now that FileMaker 19 is out with its uh, improvements around web viewers and the perform JavaScript script step and the um, interaction between the web viewer and running the JavaScript function and passing parameters and so forth. That's uh, that's something I really want to get into and I've sort of just worked on my first solution using that, which was uh, very exciting. Mike, Mary and Andrew are FileMaker developers and they came to the platform in pretty diverse ways. Mike, searching for something to help him organize the work he was doing, found FileMaker on his computer. He used it, and within a short time, the platform did indeed solve his problems. His in-again, out-again relationship with FileMaker finally settled into a full-time career because of the platform's increased functionality and ease of use. Not intending to be a programmer, but instead be part of the mental health professional community, Mary came on board her father's business. She learned FileMaker and began to be the person clients would contact regarding new features and bug reports. Her strength in customer service has given her lots of opportunities and long-standing client relationships. Andrew only glanced at the software in college, not sure of its use or value. He got a job that used FileMaker, so learning on the job was suddenly very important. From there, he worked various FileMaker jobs until suddenly it was his life's career. Their stories just show some of the diverse ways people chose the Claris FileMaker platform. Thanks to Mike, Mary, and Andrew for their stories. We appreciate their openness and their time. There's still room for more stories, so reach out at info at geistinteractive.com and offer to share your Claris FileMaker origin story. Stay tuned next time for more FileMaker origin stories. We will feature three more developers that came to the platform in diverse ways and have surprising and interesting stories. Talk with you next time.